All right, welcome everybody to Three Great Lights. I am Tim Shelton and I'm your host. Uh, today I'm going to start a new series, um, something that I've been putting together for at least two years, maybe three or more, uh, if I'm honest. Um, the thing I want to talk about is uh, marriage uh, and the love that I have for my wife, uh, the love that I certainly hope that you have for your spouse or your soon-to-be spouse or your future spouse, whomever that might be. Uh, but uh, I want to get started with that. Uh, I'm titling this series, The Superhero Spouse. Um, and then we'll go through the, the intro today. And then I'll start doing subsequent uh, podcasts with, uh, with uh, different titles and different focuses uh, from here on out. So with that being said, I hope you uh, enjoy this and would appreciate any feedback, likes, share, uh, share it with your your spouse if you want to. If you don't, that's okay. Uh, but let's get started uh, with the superhero spouse. All right, so let's get started. I've spent countless hours watching Spider-Man, Superman, Batman, Iron Man, The Flash, and most recently, The Punisher. Watching these superheroes on screen got me wondering, what really makes a superhero? Do you have to be dipped in toxic sludge? You have to be from another planet. Or maybe you have to have had some pretty awful things happen to you and or your family, and then you become a vigilante. But is it possible to become a superhero on your own? Then I started thinking, what would I want my superhero power to be? Would I want to fly like Superman? Have all the cool toys like Batman? Run faster than the speed of light like The Flash? Or maybe kick some bad people's butts like in The Punisher? The next thought in my mind was, how do I become a superhero? Would I want my identity known to others? Being a superhero takes a lot of work, and there's a lot of responsibility that comes along with being one. What if I could be one just to my family, the people I surround myself with? What if I could be a superhero to my wife? Some sort of super spouse. What, what would that look like? What if my superpower could be teaching others to be a superhero to their spouse? What would that look like? Well, here's what I came up with. I hope by taking this class, you'll become a superhero to your spouse. This course will consist of seven major topics, and I'll try my best to present them in an easy-to-remember, easy-to-understand format, kind of like a top 10 list. The seven major topics we'll cover is happiness, unhappiness, husband, wife, sex, infidelity and divorce, and general goodness. Do you remember when you first laid eyes upon your spouse? Everyone has a story. Now, I do not have the best of memories, just ask my wife. She is amazed at the useless things that I can remember and at the common and normal things that I cannot. But the one thing I do remember very vividly is the day that I first met my future bride. You see, I had been recently discharged from the army and was looking for a job. My uncle, who is an accountant, told me that the company that he worked for was hiring for a shipping and receiving clerk. Well, I could do that. The problem was that the job would be about an hour's drive or more for me each way Monday through Friday. I was willing to make that sacrifice and agreed to come in for an interview. When I arrived at the location for the interview, I checked in with the receptionist, Carrie. 
Yes, I remember her name. She had me take a seat in the lobby and informed me that Jeff would be out shortly to get me. While I was sitting in the lobby, an angel appeared before me. She walked into the lobby and around behind the receptionist. She had to make copies of some very important papers, I'm sure of it. My heart stopped beating for a moment. I felt flush. The blood rushed through my veins. I felt those little butterflies all over my stomach. I was mesmerized. This angel was wearing a plaid button-up shirt, jeans, those little bass boat shoes that girls used to wear, and had a bow in her hair. She finished making her copies and quickly vanished into the hallway. But not before she looked at me. Yeah, she actually looked at me and smiled. I was in heaven. I knew right then and there that was the future Mrs. Timothy J. Shelton. Well, the interview went well and I was quickly hired and started working right away. I had to get to know this angel. We were going to be married, so I needed to find out her name and everything I could about her. I quickly learned that her name was Nailene, heavenly I know, and that she worked in purchasing and accounting. Wait a minute, she works in the same department with my uncle? Why was he hiding her from me for so long? I think that this may have been the only job that I've ever really looked forward to going to, because I would get to see my angel. I hated the weekends. The best part about my job was that we were forced to have interactions with each other. She would have to work with the invoices and POs that I received. I would actually have to talk with her about these, and I loved it. The more and more I got to know her, the more and more I fell head over heels for her. We started leaving little smiley faces on post-it notes for each other. I even started writing J'aime tout and eventually J'adore tout on the post-it notes, which is I like you and I love you in French. Rumors were flying all through the office. A romance was blooming. Then one day, a day that hit me hard, it all came to an end. I was told that I was going to be laid off. Even worse, Nailene was being laid off too. Who made the decision for this horrible layoff? My uncle, of all people. We never even got to go out on one date, and now I would never see her again. You see, she lived in the same town that the office was located in, and I lived over an hour away. This was way before Facebook and social media. I cried. I cried like I've never cried before. I cried worse than a newborn baby that's just being smacked on the bottom for the very first time after coming out of his mother's womb. What else did I do? I prayed and prayed for Nailene to return to me. I prayed every single day for one more opportunity with her. Years passed and I thought about her every single day. You see, this was way before the popularity of the internet and email. My uncle had moved on to another job and I just knew that I would never see her again. Then one day, I got a call from my uncle. Now, I love my uncle, but we rarely call each other. If we see each other at a family gathering, we'll joke, laugh, and chit-chat, but rarely do we ever call each other. He tells me, and this is another one of those things that I remember vividly, you'll never guess who I just hired. Nailene! Yes, my angel was back. She had moved to Orlando and had applied for a job where he was now working. Yes, yes, yes. But the story gets even better from there. Like I said, these were the times before email. She had seen a job posting in the Orlando Sentinel newspaper and faxed her resume to the number listed in the ad. Yeah, that's what people had to do back in those days. You see, though, there was one slight problem. She misdialed the fax number in the ad and they never received her resume. 
The number that she mistakenly dialed? Well, it happened to be the fax machine sitting on my uncle's desk at his new job. The fax came rolling in with her resume, which of course had her name on it, and with her name being so uncommon, he recognized her right away, called her, and hired her. He told me to wait a couple of weeks and then I could call her. So I did. And we've been together ever since. An amazing story, isn't it? I would have to agree with you. You see, when God has something planned for you, you have to trust him. We were meant to be together, and it was God's will. It's not always easy, and you don't always get what you want, but what he wants. Ours is an amazing love story, one that almost sounds like it's straight from a movie or something. But you see, there's more to it. What you don't know is that although I was baptized at the age of 13 and am now a devoted Christian man, I'm not perfect. Nor have I always been a, what you would say, a a good person. While ours is a great love story and all of what I've told you is 100% true, I left a small part out of the story. Actually, a large part. Important part. You see, when I first laid eyes upon that angel named Nailene and I instantly fell in love with her, well, you see, we were both married at the time to other spouses. Albeit, we were in horrible, awful, disgusting, unhappy, godless marriages, but we were married nonetheless. You see, when Nailene moved to Orlando, it was to move into her parents' house after her divorce. She'd felt the same feelings for me that I'd felt for her. Heck, she even drove to Orlando and tried stalking me. She drove around the parking lot of the last apartment complex that I lived looking for my car. I, on the other hand... I had separated from my wife since the time I had last seen Neelene and was living with my parents as well. I thought about her every day. God had put it on my heart years before and I could not get her out of my mind. Even if God had not planned on having her misdial that fax number, I know that he would have provided another way for us to be together. You see, sometimes you have to go through the bad to get to the good. It's all a process. Now, Would it have been awesome if God had simply had us meet years before somehow? Maybe at a game, at a school, or a movie, or maybe through a mutual friend? Maybe. Although, had both of us not suffered through horrible marriages, found the one that we were meant to be with, and then lost them, maybe we'd be different people. But having gone through those experiences, no matter how awful they were, taught us something, helped mold us into who we are. You see, having gone through all of that, we both knew exactly what we wanted out of a spouse without any exceptions. We knew what was truly important to us and what was not. God had a plan and we reaped his rewards. His will, not ours. I have a lot of friends. A lot. And they all tease me about constantly being on my honeymoon or they say that every day Nadine and I are celebrating our anniversary. To them, we seem like two teenagers still in that honeymoon phase. Over the years, we've noticed that not many people have the same kind of marriage that we have. They don't always want to be with each other. They don't hold hands, open doors, or do any of the chivalrous stuff that they used to do for each other. They don't tell their loved one how nice they look or that they're beautiful or say things like, hey, that dress looks so good on you. Instead, they talk badly about one another or complain to their friends and co-workers about their spouse. Even worse, they post it on social media for the entire world to see. By doing these things, you're setting yourself up for failure. You're not being a good husband or wife. You are not being a super spouse. We started dating in March, were engaged in August, 
and married the following October. Nalene and I have hardly spent a day apart from each other in the past 20 years, only a day here and there when I had to travel for work. We've never, never, never have had a fight. She's my best friend and I'm hers. There's nothing that I want to do that doesn't include her, and we enjoy every single moment that we have with each other. Tomorrow is never promised, so we make the most of each day together, each hour, each minute, and yes, each second. We make it all count. We express our love for one another constantly and consistently. Yes, I still open doors, we still hold hands all the time, and all of the other chivalrous stuff. Not because we feel we have to, but because we want to. We want to make our spouse feel special, needed, and wanted. We are superhero spouses. Now, if you'll allow me, I'd like to share some of the insights on how you can be a superhero spouse too. Oh yeah, I almost forgot. Remember the receptionist Carrie? Well, I can easily remember her name because Nalene and I are still friends with her. We're even the godparents to her and her husband's only son. All right, that's all the time we have for today, so we're going to wrap it up here. I hope you enjoyed it. hope you've learned uh, a little more about me and my wife and our uh, love story with one another. Uh, Next episode, we're going to talk about 10 ways to be your wife's hero. So I thank you for listening. Please like and share this podcast with all your friends and family, especially your spouse people. Uh, But God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Uh, Once again, this is Three Great Lights. I'm your host, Tim Shelton. 